Chapter 6 Otto von Braden Otto von Braden's Nazi military title was Sturmbannführer von Braden, which was the SS equivalent to a major. He initially organized the deportations of Jews from France, Greece, and Austria. He became the commandant of the Drancy internment camp, which was an assembly and detention camp for confining Jews who were later deported to the extermination camps during the German occupation of France during World War II. Originally conceived and built as a modernist urban community, poetically named the Silent City, Drancy was located in a northeastern suburb of Paris. Between the 22nd of June 1942 and the 31st of July 1944, during its use as an internment camp, 67,000 French, Polish and German Jews were deported from the camp in 64 rail transports, which included 6,000 children. Only 1,500 prisoners remained alive at the camp when the German troops in Drancy fled as Allied forces advanced and took control of the camp on the 17th of August 1944 before handing it over to the French Red Cross to care for the few survivors that were left. Drancy was under the control of the French police until 1943 when administration was taken over by the Nazi secret police which placed Otto von Braden in charge of the camp. In August 1941, French police raided houses throughout Paris and arrested more than 4,000 Jews, mainly foreign Jews. French authorities interned those Jews in Drancy, marking its official opening. French police enclosed the barracks and courtyard with barbed wire fencing and provided guards for the camp. Drancy then fell under the command of the Gestapo Office of Jewish Affairs in France. Five subcamps of Drancy were located throughout Paris. Following a roundup in July 1942, more than 5,000 of the 13,000 Jewish victims of the mass arrest were sent directly to Drancy before their deportation to Auschwitz. Drancy was under the control of the French police until July the 3rd, 1943, when Germany took direct control of it. Major Otto von Braden became camp commandant as part of the major stepping up at all facilities needed for mass extermination. The French police conducted additional roundups of Jews throughout the war. In December 1941, 40 prisoners from Drancy were executed in retaliation for a French attack on German police officers. In November 1943, around 350 inmates of the Borgo concentration camps in Italy were deported by train to Drancy and soon after were sent to Auschwitz. The inmates from Borgo, Jewish refugees from a number of European countries, had been arrested after the Italian surrender in September 1943, having mostly come to Italy from France in search of safety from Nazi prosecution. I sat there silently as I absorbed the information I just read. 
The day after I'd visited Aunt Ruth and Uncle David, I'd received a reply from the Office of German Archives in Berlin after I'd written to them asking for information about Otto von Braden sometime earlier. The report continued. In May 1943, von Braden was promoted from a major in the SS to a colonel and was transferred from Drancy to Ravensbrück concentration camp, 90 kilometers north of Berlin, where he moved with his wife Astrid and their two young children, Hans and Maria. Otto von Braden succeeded Max Kergel as commandant of the women's labor camp at Ravensbrück. Ravensbrück was a death camp in every sense of the word. The Nazis relished in the abuse of their inmates, who were there for one purpose solely. The SS anatomist Johann Kramer described it best by saying, Dante's Inferno seems to be a comedy compared to this. They don't call Ravensbrück the camp of annihilation for nothing. There were children in Ravensbrück as well, Pregnant women who were Romani gypsies or Jews who were incarcerated in the camp then gave birth, but initially there were very few children, except a few Czech children from Nadice in July 1942. Later, the children in the camp represented almost all nations of Europe occupied by Germany. Between April and October 1944, their number increased considerably, consisting of two groups. One group was composed of Romani children brought into the camp with their mothers or sisters after the Romani camp at Auschwitz was closed. The other group included mostly children who were brought with Polish mothers sent to Ravensbrück after the collapse of Warsaw in the uprising in 1944. Most of these children died of starvation. This was the death camp that my grandmother found herself sent to in 1944, after she was transferred from Drancy. The remarkable coincidence was that Colonel von Braden moved to Ravensbrück around the same time. The only difference in how they arrived was their mode of transportation. Otto von Braden was born in Munich in 1914, the only child of a doctor and a clinical psychologist. His parents decided to educate him in England, where they had both been educated themselves, and Otto was accepted into Cambridge University to study philosophy. By all accounts, he was brilliant and had excelled at university, graduating with a very good degree. Otto spoke with a near-perfect English accent, something his parents had always wished for in their son. The von Bradens lived in Berlin, in a bright and airy home near the hospital where they worked, and just a mile from their son Otto's home that he shared with his lovely wife Astrid, a researcher whom he had met at Munich University, where he had been conducting postgraduate studies after Cambridge. After he and Astrid were married, they raised two children, Hans and Maria, and were living a perfect existence. 
Astrid had a brother, Jorgen, who was something of a tearaway, who in 1936, three years before the start of World War II, joined the Nazi party. He'd attend weekly meetings at a beer hall in Munich, and one day invited Otto to come along as his guest. It only took one meeting for Otto to become sold on the idea of fascism. Germany at that time in history was incredibly divided and needed someone to save it. Adolf Hitler fit the bill perfectly. He was a brilliant orator and had the impressive ability to whip crowds into wild frenzies. Hitler, in Otto von Braden's mind, was a saviour and from that moment he became his loyal disciple. The next day, Otto joined the Nazi party and soon began being noticed by Hitler loyalists, and in 1937 became leader of a brown shirt troop in Berlin, which were the original paramilitary wing of the Nazi party. The troop played a significant role in Adolf Hitler's rise to power in the 1920s and 30s. Its purpose was to provide protection at Nazi rallies to disrupt the meetings of opposing parties fight against the paramilitary units of the opposing parties, especially the Communist Party, and to scare gypsies, factory workers, and especially Jews. In 1938, Otto von Braden was offered a commission in the SD. When war broke out in 1939, he was promoted to a major in the SS, which is the intelligence agency of the Nazi Party in Germany. The SD was the first Nazi intelligence organization, and back then the Gestapo was its sister organization through the integration of SS members and opposition procedures. That year, the SD was transferred over to the Reich Security Main Office as one of its seven departments. Its first director, Reinhard Heydrich, intended for the SD to bring all individuals within the Third Reich's reach under continuous supervision by the use of force, torture and intimidation. Otto von Braden, being the captain of a brown shirt unit, received hands-on training in the art of terrorizing Jews, and so by the time he was sent to Paris to become Commandant of Drancy, he'd already earned a PhD in fear and misery. SS Major von Braden spent a year at Drancy applying the skills he'd learned as a captain of a brown shirt troop brigade to round up thousands of Jews to deport them to death camps that Hitler had built during the first few years of World War II. From 1933 to 1945, Nazi Germany operated more than 1,000 concentration camps. In 1929, Hitler appointed Himmler to be the Reichsfuhrer of the SS, which initially served as bodyguards for Adolf Hitler himself. Himmler created two new functions for the SS, internal security and the guardianship of racial purity, the latter giving him autonomy to create dozens of concentration camps, first in Germany and then as they conquered other nations, building hundreds of concentration camps in Poland, Czechoslovakia and France, which then identified Himmler as the architect of terror. 
So when looking back on the legacy that Himmler had left behind and knowing that under his direction three million Jews have been murdered, his was a legacy of terror and violence. Heinrich Himmler had become Otto von Braden's hero. (laughs) 